Canada, a place where everyone has their personal and private information secured. Ha, you thought. I'm your host, Vanessa Whalen, and you are listening to Unresolved Secrets of Canada. Hello, everyone. Today, I'm back with the undercover agent, Vinny, and we are going to be doing some spying and hacking today to reveal the truth. Basically, that Canadians don't really have the privacy that they think they do, and anyone can easily hack them, including the government, and there are no consequences or enforcements that can be done, so us Canadians need to protect ourselves. Let me let you guys know that as Canadians, we do have many laws, rights, and acts put in place to protect our personal information. Today, we are going to go over what those are, how effective they are, and to what extent Canadians really have privacy and security. Yes, but it does not matter how many laws, acts, or rights there are. Haven't you ever heard of the quote, quality over quantity? Now, I'm assuming that if you are Canadian, you would probably like to know exactly what rules are in place and what exactly can and cannot be done with your information. You can find out about these laws and acts online from just looking up Summary of Privacy Laws in Canada from the Office of the Privacy Commissioner of Canada. But I'll sum it up in less than a minute. Canada has two federal privacy laws that are enforced by the Office of the Privacy Commissioner of Canada, which are the Privacy Act and the Personal Information Protection and Electronic Documents Act. The Privacy Act relates to a person's rights to access and correct personal information that the government of Canada holds about them and the government's collection, use, and disclosure of personal information. The PIPETA sets the ground rules for how private sector organizations collect, use, and disclose personal information. There is also Section 8 of the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, which protects privacy rights and your right to be free from unreasonable search and seizure. Vinny used his agent experience to somehow get a job here in the communication security establishment. Of course I did. I'm amazing which is basically the agency that looks out for hacks and any privacy threats in Canada. All right, let's go do some hacking. You're not the one doing the hacking. You're now working for the government. You're just looking to see how protected our personal information is and what hackings are currently happening. Do you know me? Our real secrets are basically go against the government. I don't work for anyone. Just go in there and don't do anything you shouldn't. Well, that's kind of ironic because... Go. Okay, Vinny out. I am just going to go on social media until he gets back, even though it's actually the biggest way our privacy is going unprotected. Information can be stolen and abused without people even knowing, like data mining, which is when behavior online can be tracked and shared with companies and sometimes third-party entities for advertising purposes. Or there is phishing attempts that often act as social media platforms, emails, text messages, or phone calls to trick people into sharing data. I think I have gotten those a few times. There is also malware sharing, which can be used to perform spyware, ransomware, adware. Lastly, there can be botnet attacks on social media, which are a group of automated social media accounts that are programmed to create posts or automatically follow new people wherever a certain term is mentioned and form a network. It's just crazy, and it has all been happening a lot for a long time in Canada. 
For example, 15 million people's information in Ontario and BC held by medical test laboratory life labs were stolen. Then, there was data being stolen due to security at Desjardins that stole the personal data of nearly 9.7 million Canadians between 2017 and 2019. Not due to a huge complex hacking operation, but because an internal employee easily gained access to the information through a shared drive and leaked it. That is why there needs to be better security. There are so many incidents reported in provinces all over Canada. This shows how the security system cannot be trusted. The police also did not do their job to maintain security as the breach occurred for a two-year period before the police made the company aware of it. Also, it is not just the personal information of individuals living in Canada being abused, but also Canadian businesses and organizations, as they were stunned by business email compromise scams. Few examples of victims in 2019 are the city of Saskatoon, who were victimized for just over $1 million the city of Burlington, Ontario, who was hit the same way, and so much more. It is unbelievable. Three hours later. I'm back. Hey, how was your day? What did you do? What did you learn? First off, I went to this bank to investigate because apparently one of the employees had been leaking information. Sounds familiar, like the Desjardins hacking. Exactly. There are so many hackings going on similar to it. It is like nobody can be trusted anymore, not even security and police. Says you. Anyways, the social media hackings are skyrocketing, like Facebook hackings, for example. And what is being done about that? Well, nothing. There have been so many reports of Facebook breaking serious privacy violations and there were several recommendations for reform, including new measures to ensure valid and meaningful consent, greater transparency for users, and oversight by a third-party monitor for five years. However, Facebook just denies the commissioner's recommendations because the commissioner doesn't even have jurisdiction over the matter and cannot enforce anything. Same thing has happened with many other social media platforms, organizations, and websites, such as Bell. Wow, that is annoying. Well, at least the government is still applying the Privacy Act amongst themselves. Yeah, that's not the case. Really? Why? They are not following their own privacy laws and rights, and the federal departments and agencies have mishandled personal information belonging to over... 144,000 Canadians over the span of two years. Also, have you noticed? Canadians' rights have very specific expectations that many Canadians do not see. For example, the right to be secure against unreasonable search or seizure in Section 8 of the Charter does not apply to places and does not apply to the government action. Therefore, the government can order actions that go against these rights and they have already done so, so many times. It seems pretty unfair. Good job, Agent. I think that gives us the information we needed to figure out to what extent Canadians have privacy. The truth is, if the federal government cannot enforce the privacy laws amongst themselves, there's not enough effort being made to protect Canadian privacy. The actions online and on social media going unprotected 
the continuous hackings and the lack of effective changes made to prevent hackings proves that Canadian privacy system is not as safe and perfect as it seems. That is all for today. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Until next time on Unresolved Secrets of Canada.